listening to Everyday Engineering, the City of Madison's engineering podcast where we talk about infrastructure, complex topics explained simply. From the water that flows down your drain to the rain and snow that drains into the lakes. By way, the curbs and streets we design. City engineering touches your life in so many ways. Explained right now in Everyday Engineering. Getting your foot in the door at the City of Madison can really look a lot different for so many different people with different backgrounds, um, apprenticeships, hourly positions, seasonal positions, part-time positions, internships, and even training programs. In the past few years, we have been building on some key positions here at the City of Madison, and we're really working on developing our workforce and our team city. So glad to have our two guests here today to talk about some key programs we have um, here at the City of Madison. We have um, Stephen King, who is a City of Madison Engineering Division Facilities Services Coordinator, and then we also have um, our Fleet Services Superintendent, Mahanth Joyshi. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me over, Hannah. <laughs> That's where you yes. guys say thanks. Of I'm course. Happy to be here, excited. Said. There we go. It's always good to be here. <laughs> it is. It is good to be here. Um, before we um, kind of talk about some of the success with these awesome programs, which um, we're currently building off of them, um, both explain your role briefly here at the city so that our listeners or watchers know who you are and where what you do. Okay. So uh, my name is Steven. I'm here in the facilities services corner of engineering and basically our primary function is providing maintenance uh, construction custodial and other facilities related services for most but not all city facilities it ends up being about 75 different buildings just 75 that's enough it's enough that's a lot <laughs> um <laughs> Mahath, what do you do for the city so uh the city owns and operates a number of vehicles for day-to-day -day operations for every department uh, including engineering um, and that includes things like dump trucks and garbage trucks and mm -hmm. plow trucks and mm -hmm. fire engines and ambulances and uh, police cars. So all of these frontline agencies that deal with the public uh, require equipment and vehicles to do their job to fulfill their mission. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, our division supports all of that by buying and maintaining uh, that stock of vehicles for the city. So a lot of work covered here in both of those, just in those both positions, there's a lot of work um, that the city does, period. Um, so let's get into some of these programs. So we have Green Power, Mighty Program, Fleet Apprenticeship Program. Um, others at the city also include the Wanda Fulmore Internship for High Schoolers, Aspire Program for College Students, and others. Um, there are also many ways and um, levels of getting your foot in the door. So um, let's start with programs that are awesome for high schoolers. We have the Wanda Fulmore Internship, which you can learn more about online. Um, but today, Mahanth, you're here to tell us a little bit more about your fleet apprenticeship program. Tell yeah. us about it. What is it? When did it start? Why are you doing it? All right. So we launched the fleet apprenticeship program in January 2018 okay. in partnership with the Madison Metropolitan School District. And they have automotive tech programs at uh, local Madison high schools like La Follette or like Memorial East mm -hmm. and West. Mm -hmm. And so we coordinate closely with those high schools and with the district to get students into our shops to actually work on the vehicles and equipment that I mentioned. So they actually work on police cars and ambulances with us. Wow. Uh, with our full-time mechanics who are like their trainers. Wow. And this is hands-on instruction you can't get in a classroom. Mm -mm. Uh, and Not in shop class? 
Uh, you can you can work on vehicles in shop class, but it'll typically be let's say twenty five kids in one car. Right. Uh, right. Whereas this is a one on one instruction, hands on. Right. Um, on a police car. On, on a police or a snow car. On, right. on or real a fire equipment. truck. Yeah. Yeah. On, really cool. On yeah. fun toys, you mm -hmm. could say if this is something you're interested in. Sure. Uh, but that's just one aspect. So that's the high school program. We've had several high school pro um, students stay with us after they graduated high school. So one mm -hmm. of them is now at Madison College which is a technical school just nearby where we work on mm -hmm. Nakusa Trail. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a student named Luke uh, who's doing his MATC program and working with us part-time as well. Amazing. And yes, and we have another student who's a freshman, just finished freshman year at UW in their IT program who's doing data analysis for us. And uh, his name is Pranab. He started as a high schooler as well. And our high school student is uh, Adan, who's, uh, who's great as well. So we have all three levels of students working with us, high school, technical college, and four-year university. Well, excuse me for limiting it to just <laughs> high school students. This is amazing. But it all started with that MMSD relationship. Though. Sure. And you're flexible with you're flexible with 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 their schedules is what I'm hearing. Highly flexible. So we actually run multiple shifts like a lot of uh, public works departments do. So we mm -hmm. have a day shift and a second shift. And we'll squeeze them in wherever they can fit um, around their schedules, around their school schedules and uh, in the, the classes they have to take. Wow. Um, when do you take applications for that? Rolling. Rolling. Uh, so, okay. yeah, we're, we're uh, accepting year round for the different semesters. There's fall semester, spring semester and summer. OK. Uh, and we have uh, students working with us year round. So I'd also like to mention this is a year round program. It's not just for the summer like some internships are. Uh, and we coordinate with the school districts so the students who are in good standing have good attendance, good grades mm -hmm. in school. Uh, and it's a very competitive program. We have a lot of applicants for these spots. I was I was just going to ask, how, what are you seeing as far as applicants? Um, loving the interest we see. Uh, we also do a fair amount of marketing. We go to the high schools. We take a police car or a, that uh, helps. Or a fire truck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to, the, to the school. Mm -hmm. yes. um, and we also do tours at Nakusa Trail so the kids can see what we do. Um, and we show them our shop, which is really nice. Thank you to Engineering for building us a beautiful headquarters <laughs> building, which is a real showcase uh, in our community, including for students of all levels. And there's an episode you can listen in full about the fleet building and process. Um, it's really amazing to be able to have that community connection. My goodness. I mean, talk about being involved in your community, truly bringing the fun, big, shiny, big toys to show them what you really can make a difference. I mean... <laughs> It's so cliche. You can make a difference, but you really can. That's amazing. And, and, and uh, something I'd like to mention, it's yeah. good for us as well as for the students' education. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. obviously education uh, is important, but we're also trying to build a pipeline of future talent with this apprenticeship program at all levels. So mm -hmm. all three of the students that we have, we'd like them to potentially stay longer uh, you know, beyond their school years. We found the same. I was just going to say, Stephen, I'm coming to yeah. you next now. So I'll, um, Mahant, this is awesome. Great jumping off point from your perspective. Stephen, yours, here in engineering, we do do the wonderful more internship program. We also have the Aspire program. I have interns for PIO. Um, so shout out to any um, people that are interested in communication um, or media relations, um, either engineers or journalism students. Um, 
but again, these are kind of temporary times too, but can lead into positions if um, positions are open depending on the situation. But the next level seems to be kind of like this trainee level, um, which kind of gets a little more specific, it seems, um, engineering specifically. Um, we have green power. So the green power program, solar installation, the mighty program, concrete work and and work in the field that way. We have a conservation trainee program, um, greenway restoration work. So tell us about first Green Power and Mighty briefly, why they're different and what they offer. Okay, um, well, I'll start with Green Power. It's kind of our more mature of the two programs. It started in 2016. So we are now in our eighth year of the program. Mm-hmm. Um, started off with three hourly trainees that came on board for the summer to work with our licensed master electrician to do solar installs at city facilities. Mm-hmm. The idea being that um, kind of we can cut things two ways. One, the city needs to do these solar installs on our buildings to meet some pretty aggressive climate goals. And two, we've got great skill set in-house that we can train and grow our own people with. Yeah. So uh, it really was from the get a win-win from those first three hourly trainees that came on for about 90 days in 2016, we've now expanded. We're sitting at eight trainees currently, and they're year-round. Wow. Um, so it's quite a bit bigger of a program. Um, over time, it's expanded from just solar to a lot more solar, including <laughs> on the Nakusa Garage. That's right. Yes. Which we're about to finish up that install. Um, it's a lot of solar. It's a lot of solar. <laughs> it's over 800 panels, which yeah. is part of what makes the yeah. building so great. And Green Power was a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And Green Power's done that entire install, which wow. is kind of an, a feather in both of our caps, I think. And theirs. Yes, absolutely. And theirs. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, continue. Well, so, so the program has expanded from just solar, and now we've done things like lighting installs and generator installs and service changes and electric vehicle installs you know, for things as interesting as electric fire trucks, mm-hmm. um, which is another tie-in with fleet. Yeah. Um, so it, it's expanded quite a lot. Similar model that we use for the Mighty program, which is newer. It's in its first year this this mm-hmm. year, but it's a kind of we've taken the model and we're, you know, adding another piece to it. So we don't just put these programs together for the heck of it, right? It takes a lot of time, money. Um, important relationships within the community, and a huge understanding of need. Um, can you both kind of talk about maybe your each programs respectively when it comes to the need you were seeing before your program and now as you're continuing in your program? Uh-huh. Yeah, so what you're seeing in my field, which is the fleet industry, it's the auto uh, industry, is uh, severe shortages of employees that do technical work, like auto mechanics. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is a nationwide trend, not just Madison or Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And so I think we need to be proactive in looking for future talent. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's no better future talent than the ones we know and have worked with already and trust. And they Mm -hmm. trust us and they like working with us and we like working with them. And so taking um, building that pipeline takes a little bit of work, as you mentioned. And in our case, it started in 2018, not that long ago. Uh, but anyone can start it at any time. There's no wrong time to start. Mm-hmm. If uh, an organization of any kind, mm-hmm. government, nonprofit, academics, uh, private sector, any organization can do this okay. uh, in whatever field there is. Uh, it's not just for public works or city government. So we needed we needed people to do this work. We were probably mm-hmm. not seeing enough applications at the time for these positions. So we created this program and 
are trying to get people in that pipeline mm -hmm. sooner. And we're teaching a lot, right? So you can come in and not know anything really-ish. Uh, yeah. So the, the students that we bring in often have an interest in the automotive field okay. and are taking automotive classes sure. in high school if they're mm -hmm. coming in for a hands-on mm -hmm. apprenticeship. Um, for our desk job type apprenticeships, uh, like the, the data analyst intern I mentioned, mm -hmm. you would need an interest in data analysis and how to use software, mm -hmm. how, to, um, how to run uh, queries on databases and things like that. Yep. Yep. Okay. Steven. So on our end, it's almost deliberate that we're taking people without any skills in these areas. Okay. Um, you know, the, for folks that have kind of a background in electrical and the trades, there's already a pretty clear-cut pathway to get there. Mm -hmm. um, for folks that don't have that background or that connection, it can often be harder to break into it. Mm -hmm. um, and so we kind of, we say we target non people from non-traditional trades backgrounds which can mean a whole lot of things over the course of this program. Yes. Um, anything but that. Yes, yeah. right. Anything but that. <laughs> it's and a pretty wide net we're casting. It's a huge net. And, good. And, you know, we've seen people come into the program from a huge number of backgrounds and take that experience and go a huge number of ways with it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everything from go on to their electrical license to go work in the city and other departments. So, so there was a need to fill as far as solar installation, right? Because the city had increasing needs to do this. Um, it also helps the city with um, saving some money, having it in-house, right? Mm -hmm. yep. And then you kind of just have these big win-wins with the programs and teaching the work the workforce. We're doing installs that we would need to be doing anyway. Yeah. And we're training and growing employees in the process. Yeah. And, and in the case of solar, that's a hot field right now. Yeah. Um, it's only going to grow along with electric vehicle charging yes. installations. The yes. federal government is pouring billions and billions of dollars into this. And Madison is receiving some of that grant money from the federal yes. government mm -hmm. to do this work um, on electrification, on things like battery storage and mm -hmm. on things like solar. And something else I'd like to mention, along with general recruitment uh, in our own selfish reasons, in <laughs> Our fleet industry, uh, we have a severe um, underrepresentation of women and minorities. Mm -hmm. And the apprenticeship program is an opportunity to get folks when they're still young and thinking about what they want to do with their future. And what we've done um, in all through qualified applicants is have a majority of the members be women and minorities mm -hmm. in this program since 2018. So we're proud of that. We've introduced a lot of folks to this type of workplace. Um, a lot of them are going to stay in the industry for the rest of their lives. Amazing. So we're creating, you know, we're kind of getting to them also before uh, maybe for whatever reason their minds are made up, right? When they're still thinking and moldable and, and thinking, what what do I want to do with my yeah. life? <laughs> right? It's a big question. We've seen it in that, you know, the, the traditional pipelines for people and how they end up in trades exist mm -hmm. and they're there. And, you know, if you want to end up with a different result, sometimes you just need to do something a little differently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Mahant. Did you have something to add? Uh, yeah. Another thing is a lot of folks um, can be very talented in certain areas, but not enjoy sitting at a desk all day. Like what I do, more or less, mm -hmm. is I'm at my desk for 50 hours a week. That's yeah. not for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, in our learning processes in different levels of education, 
some students aren't good at sitting at a desk all day in class and taking quizzes and tests and writing essays. Very true. But they're extremely good with their hands. And mm -hmm. these are well-paying jobs. And I, I tell these kids every time I go to a high school or meet a high school student, a robot can't do these jobs. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of talk about artificial intelligence and yeah. robotics and how that's taking jobs away. Mechanics are set for life. Mm -hmm. Auto mechanics will always find work anywhere they go not just in Madison. You can go down to Florida, live by the beach, find a mechanic job eventually, if you'd like. Um, except for ours, I'd like ours to stay. But, yes. <laughs> uh, and enjoy yeah. the beaches near the lakes here yeah. uh, in the summer. But um, you will have a job for life anywhere you go in the world. Uh, mm -hmm. There's cars that mm -hmm. break and mm -hmm. they have to be fixed and parts that need to be replaced. Um, the next part of that is you cannot outsource any of these jobs. So that means I can't have someone in China fixing my fi our fire trucks here mm -hmm. you, or plow trucks in the winter. They have to be done here in Madison only. Mm -hmm. So those jobs, whether you're in the private sector, in the dealership network or auto body shops in town, or uh, there's over 100 different businesses in town that deal with auto work. Yes. Those jobs will never go anywhere else because people live here with their cars and trucks and those have to be fixed and inspected here. And good point and jumping off point as we're kind of keeping cooking on this 20 minutes that we have, um, bigger picture sort of questions, successes you've, you've experienced since starting your programs. Steven, do you want to go? I think. Or maybe you learned, maybe something didn't work as well as you thought um, and you guys corrected. Lots of things that we learned, but I think success, um, I might just zoom out to the 10,000 foot view Please. that, that we started so small. And now we've, I don't know, we're five or six times bigger than we were when we started. And we've got, a lot of it's coming from Mahanth. We've got enough work to keep these crews busy for literally years that's on the list right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so that's just a, I mean, when you think about it in terms of these trainee programs, that's incredible learning opportunities for people that we haven't even met yet. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we need them here. We need them doing this work. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, so. First of all, this is my favorite program at work. Uh, we do a lot <laughs> of cool stuff in a lot of areas and um, in around sustainability and vehicle safety and cost efficiency and data analysis and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. above all of those, I think the apprenticeship pro program is my favorite because of that personal connection we're seeing and you're kind of seeing um, learning in action and our employees, full time employees also love working with these kids and really take them under their wing and yes. really that's the level at which this works the best is at the uh, trainer level um, and it's voluntary we don't make anyone do this but they uh, are volunteering for it and they sign up and they want to mm -hmm. uh, because it's enjoyable for them to fix a car or a truck with a student next to them and teach them what they know and we have a ton of it many decades of experience in our shop um, we have an employee who's been here uh, 38 years, in fact, uh, who helps us with this program, Randy Cook. And That's awesome. Shout out to Randy. That's yeah. great. And Randy's been a key part of uh, this program in, since 2018. Uh, and we're passing on knowledge, not mm -hmm. only on the current state of the fleet industry, but the future mm -hmm. of the fleet industry, which is going uh, increasingly electric. And um, there's a lot of other technology coming, and they're learning about it with us. Yeah. 
That's amazing. I think as we wrap this up, future, are there any more programs that we're cooking up, thinking about, or are you seeing any needs that maybe, maybe this is just a brainstorm, nothing in, in, um, in stone by any means, but I mean, are you seeing any other needs that could provide a potential of a new program that we're seeing here at the city? Well, I would say that, um, yes, for our <laughs> Mighty program, which we just started, I mean, it's eight weeks or 10 weeks old, something like that. So it's a similar program to the Green Power program, but for public works infrastructure, concrete, flat work, piping, mm-hmm. um, those sorts of things. So we just kicked that off. It's still very, very young. Yeah. Um, but that's rolling along nicely and should be able to see much the same success. And just like Mahant said, public works jobs, electrical jobs, trades jobs, they're not going anywhere. They're going to be here always, yeah. and yeah. we're always going to have a need for them. Yeah, so nothing new in the works. Nothing. Well, I think expanding what we've got is okay. our is our next big thing for okay. new in the works. Steven's not going to give me a scoop into his mind right now because well, we're recording. That's, that's right. why. Yes, no, but that's th- okay. There is an opportunity, and <laughs> I, I'm going to kind of restate this. Uh, any organization can do this, and that's a big opportunity there. Yes. Uh, and it's good for the organization <laughs> and its culture, and it's – it's fun um, mm-hmm. to do this program. And uh, I think even other city agencies that aren't doing it yet should really think about it. And I'd be glad to assist yes. on that. I'm sure Stephen would. Too. Absolutely. That, that's, my, that's my final question. Last word. Why do this? Why have programs like this? We, we're going to grow the workforce, all of the things like that. But why do this? Why should people care about what we talked about today? Geez, there's a big question. Um, you know, I think it's the the win 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 nature is the the biggest thing about this. Is everybody yeah. comes out ahead. You know, it's better for the employer, it's better for the employee, it's better for the community. I mean, everybody wins with these things. Love that. Wow. It's really a no brainer in my opinion because everyone enjoys it, um, including staff. I disagree with on everything else <laughs> except <laughs> this, um, and. Uh, to, to step into what the community is about here in Madison, we are an education community. That's part of what makes it great is our educational institutions. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned them, the school district, the university, um, the colleges mm-hmm. that make Madison what it is. That's, and obviously we're the state capital and we're other things, but that uh, vibrancy of our economy partly comes from a well-educated, well-trained community. Mm-hmm. We have world-class organizations here in town that are private or nonprofit um, or academic, that comes from a well-educated workforce. So it's the community's uh, vibrancy comes from uh, how educated we are. And if we can be a part of that as a city government, I'm very proud of that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and provide programs like this for people who may not know what where they want to go, how they want to do, what skills they have, or what they want to develop. So right, and they might find out one of the from one of these experiences that it's not for them, and that's mm-hmm. great. If mm-hmm. I learned at age sixteen that something wouldn't be for me, that would have been valuable for me. You yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, if we could go back in time. <laughs> no, we can only plan for the future with programs like this. Thank you both. Thank you both for being here. Uh, if you have any questions about these programs, looking for applications, any information you just want to follow up. You can find that on the City of Madison website. You can reach out to me. You can reach out to any of our guests today um, because as a resource, we are always here for you every day in engineering. 